Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I am your host, Cole Morgan. Wherever you may be getting your podcast, Google Play Podcast, SoundCloud.com. Make sure you're subscribing for the latest sports information that surrounds you. Guys, today is December 31st of the time of this recording. And I tell you, honestly, I am happy for the new year to be here. I cannot wait to see what the new year brings to me. I am uh, hoping that brings a lot of good things, not just for me, but for everyone who listens to this podcast, family, friends, and much more. But not too many people are going to be liking the New Year's, going well going into the New Year's, because today was Judgment Day, the time of this recording for the NFL teams that did not make the playoffs this year, which will be including the Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay, Carolina Panthers, and just everything else like that. But I'll tell you, there was a lot of coaches that got fired even on Sunday, which on Sunday it was two this past Sunday, which was Derek Carr and Todd Bowles of the New York Jets and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for today, the Monday recording of this, December 31st, the Atlanta Falcons has finally now fired both the special teams coordinator, Keith Armstrong, defense coordinator, Mark Manuel, and the best one of them all, Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> Steve Sarkeesian has been finally fired from the OC position in Atlanta. So let me tell you what really is going to happen here. So Dan Quinn is going to take over the, de- excuse me, the defensive play calling for the Falcons if you go back to the 2016 Super Bowl run for the Falcons, Dan Quinn was also running the defense. So that is going to definitely improve our chances of actually having a better season already when, whenever Dan Quinn takes over on the play calling for the defensive end of the ball. And also, today has been a day where rumors are now just circulating all over the air. And I follow the Falcoholic on uh, Twitter. Make sure you follow the Falcoholic on Twitter.com for the latest information regarding the Atlanta Falcons. But the report comes out that the Falcons linked to Gary Quebec, if I am pronouncing that right, to fill offensive coordinator vacancy. So this is very good. Gary, he is one of the, <laughs> really one of the best. He used to be the former Denver Broncos head coach. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the Houston Texans head coach. 
if I am pronouncing that right. I don't follow him too much, but today I've been looking over videos of his play calling style and everything, and he seems legit. I mean legit. And for for Gary to even come to the Atlanta offense, it would be tremendous because Matt Ryan, he can adjust. He can adjust to this kind of offense. And and see Gary, he comes he comes from the Sarkeesian family anyways, but he oh excuse me, that's my mic. He has more of a run game option too, as, as along with a passing game as well. So say you put in Tevin Coleman or Devontae Freeman in this like run scheme that Gary will have. My gosh, we'll be averaging like dig them a hundred yards per play almost. I mean, I know I'm just over exaggerating with that, but you get the bigger picture of it. Also, Derek Carr has also been a huge favorite to come to Atlanta. I do not, I really don't want that. I, I sincerely do not want Derek Carr, or excuse me, um, uh, Dirk Carter, excuse me, yeah, Dirk Carter, to come to Atlanta's offense because he has no run game. Uh, the pass game is okay, not the best, and and everybody forgets that he used to be a former Falcons OC, anyways. So why put him back at that position? He got fired for a reason. So, Atlanta, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, but if, if you just happen to stumble across this podcast, please do not hire Dirk Cotter to be your Atlanta OC. I at least want Gary for it. Or, now, sources are also saying that former Seattle Seahawks OC Daryl Bevel will be the QB's coach or the OC. Now, I can really see that happening. I watched all the highlights from Daryl Bevel, and uh, he has the right mentality to run an offense. And with Matt Ryan's explosiveness and uh, the Philly special that they did this past weekend against Tampa Bay, my gosh, that would be huge. Yes, I know what everybody's saying that Atlanta is going to go for that Seattle 2.0 and trying to relive 2014 all over again. No, we're not. We're making things our own over here. Yes, we have Seattle coordinators like Dan Quinn being the former defensive coordinator and probably Daryl Bavell being the offensive coordinator of the QB coach. Still, though, they they can adjust from the Seattle offensive play calling and defensive play calling and make it their own in an Atlanta style. So this is, this is honestly the hottest team right now to go into the postseason. Well, well, not like, you know, like going for the Super Bowl or anything, but like for the postseason of being hired in Atlanta for the OC position and the special teams unit right now, the special teams unit um, position ain't really being talked about as much, but the OC position is definitely up in grabs right now. I would honestly prefer Mike McCarthy 
I know in the past I have said Josh McDaniels to be the OC in Atlanta, but right now he's being interviewed in Green Bay for the H for the HC position. And honestly, you know, good for Josh McDaniels. It won't be far from him to move or anything else like that. But I just don't see it happening, though, because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will definitely be rolling his eyes at the play calling. And Josh McDaniels is just going to get up in his face and say, look, I got five Super Bowls. How many you got? Plain and simple. So, it, I mean, it's just up in grabs right now. I have to say, honestly, between the Falcons and the Cleveland Browns with Greg Williams, it is those two teams right are hot right now for the positions of either OC or head coach. And everybody's going to talk about Dan Quinn's like sort of like seven down from the head coach position. Head coach position? No, it's not. He's still going to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, but he's going to just have to fire him a game manager. So that way, Dan Quinn can still make the head coach him you know, decisions while also making the defensive play calling decisions. And those are two very heavily like mind focused positions. So he's not going to be able to read the clock while making a defensive play and all that. So that's why he's going to hire a game manager position for him. So it's going to be like the assistant to the head coach pretty much. I know, I just used an office reference there. I love the office, by the way. <laughs> so, also, guys, um, Georgia versus Texas is also happening tonight, the time this podcast comes up. And I have to say, honestly, Texas just don't have a chance. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Georgia has way too much talent on the roster to just... Let Texas run all over them. But I will say this, though. Now, Texas has had losses before during the season, but they were close ones. Now, Georgia, now I am defending Texas here. Now, Georgia did lose to a just a somewhat midi, mediocre, however you say that, mediocre uh, LSU team that was like, I forget what it was at the time, like 7-1 or some crap like that. So a mediocre team called LSU and Georgia just got absolutely blown out. So I don't know. I have no idea, but Georgia, I still think is the favorite with this, at least by 20 points, 20 points ahead of Texas and Georgia's going to win the uh, Sugar Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, and that's what it is. Uh, Alabama Clemson part four. Uh, I'm just, I'm not excited for it. I'm really not. Uh, we've, we've had this already four part series of Clemson, Alabama. You know, it would honestly be Alabama, Georgia part two, but the committee put Notre Dame in and I was a Notre Dame fan. I really was. And, and I wasn't, and I wasn't a bandwagon or nothing. Cause I've always loved Notre Dame in Georgia. But Notre Dame just did not play like they have during the season. They they did not. And for Notre Dame to get humiliated on national TV, that makes me sit here and think, wow, the committee made a mistake. They should have put Georgia in this game. 
Georgia would have been a better competition and possibly would have came out with a win over Clemson. Or if not, you know, it would have been, you know, close to a tie or, well, I know you can't have a tie in the playoffs, but, you know, it would result in a tie and then they would have to go into OT and, you know, pick the winner there. (laughs) But next year's playoff semifinals and stuff, I'm already going to go ahead and just say that Georgia will be in it, that they're going to figure out the problems that they had this season. And most likely Georgia will be your national champions next year to dethrone Alabama and Nick Saban to retire. Possibly who knows he might be the next urban Meyer to retire. (laughs) Uh, But for anything else, guys, there's no big information going around the league right now. Uh, whenever it comes to either video games or just anything else like that. But I do want to talk about the playoffs. So right now I'm pulling up the NFL game statuses right now. So this is what we got right now. Sorry, that's my microphone again. We got the Colts versus the Texans. Seahawks, Cowboys. Chargers, Ravens. Eagles at Bears. Going through this list right now, I'm going to have to say the Texans. The Texans with this one going against Andrew Luck, they're they're just going to be, the Texans are just going to be unstoppable with this one. And I just, I just don't see how they can ruin any chance with this. Andrew Luck, don't don't get me wrong. Andrew Luck is definitely a great quarterback, but you know it's been a while since he's been in the playoffs. So it's not like he's going to just do, go in here and be like the Baker Mayfield. I woke up feeling dangerous today. <laughs> that that's not going to happen. But honestly, I do predict that the Texans will walk out of this one at least a touchdown favorite. Seahawks, Cowboys, Russell Wilson, dude, you got it. Just we'll, we'll skip this one over. Seattle wins by at least a touchdown. <laughs> Chargers at Ravens. I'm honestly going to predict uh, the Ravens to dethrone the Chargers in this one. Phillip Rivers is definitely great, but you got to think of how long it's been since the Chargers with Phillip Rivers has been in the playoffs. It's been a long time. And... And of course, Lamar Jackson, this is his rookie season, first ever postseason appearance. So this one will be a coin flip, but I'm definitely picking the Ravens at least by a three point favorite. So that'd be a field goal. And for the NFL wild card round, the final one, Eagles at Bears. Nick Foles is pretty much injured with a, uh, what's, what's, what's it called on the case? Uh, a sore rib, yeah, sore ribs going against the Chicago Bears with Kaleo Mack and Mitchell Trubisky. Honestly, dude, Kaleo Mack is just going to kill you. I, I'm just here to say it. Kaleo Mack is that elite defensive player. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets defensive player of the year. Honestly. <laughs> so... I'm predicting the Bears to at least be a two-touchdown favorite in this game against the Eagles, but who knows, Nick Foles could possibly come back and win it all again, be a two, two-time two Super Bowl champion two years in a row. 
Now, of course, that would be a slap in the face for the Eagles to come to our home stadium and win it, just like the New Orleans Saints would or whatever. But the Saints are having troubles. You know, there are flaws in the offense and the defensive plays. You know, say with the Eagles, now with Nick Foles in charge of this offense, like leaning them forward. Oh, my God. The Saints would have a hard time keeping up with Nick Foles in this Eagles running game and just everything else like that because the Saints are not comfortable whenever you make big plays. And it's the same with the Eagles, but they have a little bit more momentum with it, though. They can actually call out that play and say, all right, they're they're fixing to make a huge pass, a 75-yard reception to, you know, whoever. So, honestly, if it came down to the Saints and the Eagles, I would have to pick the Eagles over the Saints. Just number one, because I don't want a rival team and division team to be in our home stadium and win it if they ever if they even go. But I will say this, no, if the Saints do win the Super Bowl this year, Drew Brees is gonna retire. He he he's already said that he wants to win one more Super Bowl and retire. And I believe this is gonna be the year for Drew Brees to retire and just finally hang it up and then that just leaves the rest of the NFC South to dominate. Yes, I know the, and technically now the Falcons do own the South because they have winning records over all their division teams, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Buccaneers. So technically the Falcons do own the NFC South. Might not be by much wins per team, but we're still ahead and we technically on the South. So guys, that's all I have time for today, but I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to subscribe to my podcast. And I, Cole Morgan, will catch you guys later. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 